another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing. Hey, we, uh, boy, I am loving, loving the new Patreon format. Yeah, we're, um... We're doing like action movies, trying to pick apart series. We're doing Fast and Furious now, and we're, we're just talking about how we want to do Mission Impossible and Die Hard going forward. So I'm liking it. Oh my god, I I just had the most fun ever talking about Furious Seven, a movie like yeah. I didn't take notes on really, like some notes, um, but definitely way less than uh, normal. And boy, it's just fun to talk about those fucking movies, man. Yeah, I mean, the format on Patreon is a little more loosey-goosey, but I'm liking doing the the action franchises over there. I agree. And it also helps that it's just nonstop, right? So, like, (laughs) you could pick, like, seven moments to talk about in that movie because there's, like, 38 moments in those (laughs) (laughs) movies to talk about. Um, Piranha, uh, which we're doing this week, uh, less, less action moments. There are four Piranha movies. We are choosing to speak about the best made one, but also the the least. Enter- I don't know how to word it. Entertaining. I, I don't want to call it not entertaining because I I legitimately think it's a good movie. I do too. Um, but in terms of like, I would talk about an indie film because that's essentially what it is at this point, right? Yeah. Dante is making sure. a low budget Jaws homage, and he does it really well. Like it's a good movie. But <laughs> that's all I really have to say. I mean, it's interesting, I guess. It, it, it's a little, you know, it, you would expect piranhas to be a little bit more fast paced. You'd expect to see some more piranhas. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's the thing. It, 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 you, you just see, it makes me laugh every time the piranhas are on the screen because they're just like wobbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, I liked the effect of it, honestly. I don't know. There was something about it I really enjoyed. and It's charming. Yeah, for and sure. One of the th- questions I have for you, actually, I wrote this down. Is is this the best, like, mostly off-screen monster ever? It very well could be because it's effective and you don't see them ever, but you see the aftermath. Normally a movie that we watch where there the monster is if we don't see the monster like ever or if we do they're just like shit jiggling in the water we would fucking tear to shreds somehow they do that and still manage to show gore constantly and in yeah. in really smart ways so the bloody water is a really smart way even though it's not like the most gory thing you've ever seen it's still like you're like oh wow like that's fucking nuts um, and then they do end up adding up like a shitload of like, uh, what would you call it? Like body gore? I don't know. Like more physical gore of like wounds, yeah, open wounds and, and skeleton feet. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. 
It is. And, and I mean, I don't want to be super negative about saying that it's boring because there's a school of children fucking destroyed. Oh, my God. You know? That's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> that he would actually do that. And, and this isn't the first time I've seen Piranha. So I knew it was coming, but like still, I was like, I can't believe that he did this. I can't believe they fucking kept this in this movie. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely fucking nuts. Um, This was made in 78, too. And it's just impressive. The budget was um, somewhere between 600K and 700K, roughly. Um, It made $16 million. Did it? This was a Jaws hype was a thing, man. Because like Grizzly was, I think it was the highest grossing independent movie ever. But Are you serious? Was Grizzly, was Grizzly before or after Jaws? So, so maybe my point doesn't make any sense. Grizzly was before. Grizzly was before. Yeah. Well, when Grizzly came out, it was the highest grossing independent movie. Dude, Grizzly made thirty nine million dollars. Wait. Yes. Yeah, Grizzly. Grizzly came out in '76. Yes, and it made thirty-nine million dollars. That's absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> That's insane. But Grizzly came out. Yeah, Grizzly came out the year after Jaws. Wow. Jaws came out in '75. So, so the Jaws hype was real. So Grizzly was like market. It's like coming back to me. I'm pretty sure Grizzly was marketed as like Jaws on land. Yeah, that, that's one hundred percent how it it's was a fucking marketed. Bear. <laughs> One's a shark and one's a bear. They're fucking idiots. The se- people in the seventies are fucking idiots. No wonder all those boomer memes exist today. Because that's that's them now. Fucking being afraid to go swimming after seeing a shark movie. Like, dude, right. fuck. dude, imagine right. being shocked that that generation believes everything that they read on Facebook. <laughs> fucking wouldn't go swimming or take showers after seeing a shark movie. Yo, it's fucking true. I saw you post something in your stories about that recently. And that is a point that I always I always fucking made because my son, he he knows of Jaws. He's never seen it. And he is paranoid to watch it because his grandparents are like, when I watch that, I wouldn't go swimming for my entire childhood. <laughs> I'm like, James, it's honestly the fucking ridiculous. Like, it's the most ridiculous fucking movie I've ever Scene. like good filmmaking jaws looks f- like a fucking robot because he is <laughs> i mean just the, the swimming part like sure if you don't want to go in the ocean after seeing jaws i'm fine with that maybe yes. you developed a fear for sharks th- th- people have it's like documented that they were scared like swimming pool like community pools were like <laughs> struggling to stay open after jaws <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's fucking funny. And Piranha, like, is honestly a little bit more scary because at least they, like, put them in Dude, a Piranha lake. is legitimately more terrifying because they bring the government into it. And they're just like, yeah, these guys, are, like, are genetically mutated. I- I'm on board with Piranha now because Piranha's fucking brilliant. Um, th- they bring the government in. They're like, uh, I- why can't I think of a fucking words tonight? Uh, they're mutated by the government and they're released into a pond. Yes. And like some guy is there to explain all that. <laughs> yes. There is an, there's a mango expert here to, to, to direct you to where to go for this movie. Um, it's great. And by the way, it takes them three fucking scenes to tell you. It f- fucking drove me nuts. <laughs> 
drove me nuts writing notes for this because he like kind of explains it at the beginning and it doesn't take a genius to be like, okay, I know the plot now. And then later he's like, by the way, it was the military. I was like, dude, of course we know that. Like you're on a military base. What are you talking about? And like another scene later where he's like, by the way, we made them to breed really quickly. Like the dude. Yeah, we know we get, we fucking, we fucking get it. Quit drawing this out. Um, Produced Let's talk by, about um, oh. Joe Dante really quick. Yes. Joe Dante should be considered one of the greatest of all time, which I, th- I feel like genre fans might do that, but I'm just talking about like movies in general. People should consider him like a top five director. Oh, for sure. For sure. This is his first... Well, actually, I don't know. I don't, I'm not looking at it. I didn't write anything down regarding Joe Dante, so I don't know why I'm spearheading a conversation about him. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure this was his uh, his first movie. And then, like, the next year he would do Rock and Roll High School. He did The Howling, uh, Gremlins, Inner Space, The Burbs. Yeah. he so All that in, like, a five-year span. Yeah. So he technically – it's technically his second. He was a co-director of this movie, Hollywood Boulevard, in uh, 76. But – Honestly, if you're a co-director, it probably means, like, you stepped in for a few scenes, <laughs> like, while the director had, like, a nasty coke habit, as we learned through uh, D'Amato and, uh, whatchamacallit, <laughs> where it was, like, guys just quit, and the other guy filmed 45 minutes and <laughs> called it a day, and somehow got a director credit out of it, so. Um, but, yeah, no, that, uh, that that's, that. This is like his first movie alone, directing it. And fucking great job, man, right? Great job, yeah. Great job. Great job. Uh, Roger. This was done through Roger Corman's uh, studio, New World Pictures, which, man, had a real cool logo to me as a kid. I loved the real, uh, the New World Pictures logo. Yeah, for sure. And Roger Corman's another greatest of all time. Yeah, and he... Roger Corman, so if if you want, like, some good insight into, like, that whole, just into Corman, I guess, that, um, it's not called Monster Vision anymore. The Joe Bob on Shudder, whatever the fuck it's called, the last, last drive-in. Drive. Uh, the one with Corman that he did for Humanoids of the Deep? Is that Corman? Humanoids from the Deep, yeah. Humanoids from the Deep. The, the episode he did with him was incredible, and Corman gave a ton of cool insight into it. So I would suggest checking that out. But Corman is, like, a, not only, like, like a savvy in entertainment, but, like, a savvy business guy. And, like, he opened New World Pictures. He only had New World Pictures until 83 and sold it for, like, a shitload of cash. Um, and really, like, Piranha was, like, a big part of that. Like, made him a ton of fucking money. Made the studio a ton of money. Um, and then he sells it in 83 and surprisingly they go above and beyond. And the list of new world movies from like 83 on is basically like everything from our childhood. Like it's nuts. So new world was fucking huge. Um, and I just loved that logo so much. It always like, I don't know, man, it was always red. First of all, creepy as fuck. To like you, you, you did that. Like you saw New World before Children of the Corn. You're like, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to be scared. And then you fell asleep halfway through, and it wasn't even all that scary. It was just fucking <laughs> stupid. But Children of the Corn, hate corn. No, no, no. I mean, it's just not like because, like, you know, you. I, I guess I'm talking from the sleepover point of view because you had the sleepover, and you were like, 
as as a horror buff, Joe, <laughs> are you laughing? Yeah. As a horror buff, Joe, you know, like you were kind of put in charge of choosing the movie for the night. You know what I mean? That is true. That is very true. And, and so, yeah, and and everyone would be like, is it scary? You know what I mean? And you were like, well, like, I don't know. Like, if you're an idiot, sure. I guess it's kind of like scary. Isn't it just good? Like, can it just be a good movie? Um, and like Children of the Corn, I feel like fell into that area where it was, it wasn't like the scariest sleepover movie, but it, it was, it, you realized it was a good movie. <laughs> Buzz was the fucking, Buzz was the fucking king of that. Immediately picking apart why it's not scary five minutes into it. Right. And it's like <laughs> ruining the experience. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, Piranha 1978. Let's get into it. Um, I, 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 I feel like this might be a shorter episode. I don't know. I don't know why. I just kind of feel like it might be. I mean, you know, there's not, there's just really not a whole lot to talk about. Hey. Um, does Dick Miller remind you of your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Not anyway. I never really. What were you gonna say? I, I never really like thought of that until you just said it, and now my world's like imploding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're very different people, clearly. But whenever I look at Dick Miller, and I feel like maybe I don't know your grandfather at all by any means. But, like, maybe he, I feel like I don't know why I feel this way. I feel like he might look like your grandpa more just because, like, he sort of looks like no, your dad. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're pretty spot on. I'll show you a picture of a grandfather young with, like, that when his hair was, like, graying. Yeah. That wasn't fully gray yet. Uh, that's, that, that's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> it's super fucking weird. <laughs> I don't like, even think about Yeah, kind of, like, floored me right now. So my dad looks more like, um, He's like Vince McMahon, like older state Vince McMahon mm-hmm. and Joe Girardi, like combined yes. together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. There was like something about your dad that reminded me of Dick Miller and that like, like they're very similar in like the way their faces. But I was like, in my head, I was like, I bet, I bet Joe's dad's dad looks more like Dick Miller. And I don't know why I felt that way. But like, I was like, I, this is a thought that I had this morning as was watching this. no that's that's pretty spot on i'll send you a picture that's that's good um i, I love dick miller in this movie by the way because he's clearly playing uh the mayor from from jaws but he's, he's somehow even more diabolical dude turned up to 11 he's he's like it just he because he's like <laughs> he's literally like if they die they die <laughs> whereas the Jaws mayor is kind of like, that won't happen to us. Don't worry. <laughs> Dick Miller's more like, fuck it. <laughs> he is. And like, even, even at the end when the Prowners are, are eating, he doesn't like let up until they're finally like, hey, uh, idiot. The, the Prowners are eating our guests like, as we speak right now. <laughs> That's like the only time it like registers. With them. It only registers once the news cameras show up and he's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> My face. <laughs> oh boy! But let's. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, it's very much uh, Jaws worship. Like he's making a Jaws movie with piranhas. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's good. You know, I like it. Why not capitalize? You're not like totally stealing the idea. I mean, you're not actually. I mean, I I actually really like. I'm not a Jaws fan. Let's just throw that out there. So again, I, I'll take piranhas over Jaws. 
I mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that. Uh, Paul's fucking punching punching walls right now. Paul's um, gonna beat the shit out of me tomorrow at his wedding. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him right before he renews his vows. So he gets him so flustered. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, happy happy marriage day again, Paul. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to his wedding tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Um, you know, Richard Dreyfus just looks like a fucking idiot in Jaws, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Richard Dreyfus looks like an idiot. Always. <laughs> I, I can't disagree there. <laughs> so is he be like, hey, you disrespected Mr. Holland? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Holland's opus fucking sucked. Why do people like that? It, remember how big of a deal that was? Huge. It did huge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find... Didn't Richard Dreyfus get, like, busted for, like... Doing some weird shit. You thinking of Marv Albert? No. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of that time Marv Albert was wearing, like, <laughs> women's lingerie and biting people on a plane. How did that not, How did that get swept under the rug? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Marv Albert for a minute? <laughs> he, he, wasn't he, like, trying to, like, sodomy? Law, <laughs> everything about him was insane. And he just retired like two weeks ago, dude. And and was given like a hero's goodbye. <laughs> dude, he bit. Did he bite him? Did he bite him on an airplane? Like I thought it was on an airplane. Um, he had I a don't remember. He had a troubling, uh, troubling past. But it definitely was bite. Biting was involved. Which I don't know. Why, I, I don't mean to laugh. At I'm laughing at the absurdity of the fact that he was able to skate free and like have a prosperous career after that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's it's wild. And, and like the biting is the worst of it. But like even at that point when it happened, him wearing lingerie like under his clothes or whatever the fuck the thing was, like back then that would have been like enough to get you kicked off TV. Yeah. If they found out you were doing that in the privacy of your own. This is right here. After tests proved that the bite marks were his, he pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault and battery charges, but the sodomy charges were dropped. Fuck oh. Marv Albert. <laughs> what the fuck? So he actually... Oh my god, that's fucking nuts. He was suspended... He was given a 12-month suspended sentence. I think he took some time off of TV, but I don't know if it was a lot. Um, yeah, it was like a three-year hiatus. Yeah, so so Dreyfus, Dreyfus, he was accused of some sexual inappropriateness, but I don't think it ever, it never went to the courts, so I don't know if it's that. I, I thought it was more scandalous. Well, it's not. Hey, remember What About Bob? I do. It's a great movie. All right. We got to talk about Piranha, though. Um, <laughs> fun fact, I'm trying to fill up time because I'm really worried this movie this movie is not going to last long enough. Um, hey, so we are introduced to a young couple. They're, they're, they're breaking into, uh, I don't even know, like the woods. It's like a fenced off area of woods, but it's not really the woods because there's a fucking like concrete 
fucking what do you, what do you call that? Like an, an embankment, like like a sewer, basically, right? Like they have yeah. in California. Uh, like runoffs? Is that what it's called? A runoff? I think it's called a runoff. Sounds right. Sure, let's go for it. <laughs> this this takes place in Texas, by the way. Um, you know what? I actually was wondering that. I, I didn't I didn't pick up where it took place. Yeah this this takes place in uh, Tejas Tejas. Uh, they they find some water, which at first I was like, that's weird. But then you look around and it's like clearly like a facility. <laughs> like there's fences and like fences in the water, and like this is clearly something you don't want to jump into. The worst place to go skinny dipping. Yeah, dude. And even the woman is like, hey, uh, that might be sewage. And she's right. It looks like a fucking <laughs> sewage facility. Like it looks just like a fucking like a water treatment plant. Dude, can I just interrupt for a second? And it, that's so funny that you brought up the sewage part because for <laughs> I hope you remember this. Quite often I've been thinking about that guy who put out a Craigslist ad who just asks for him to pay people to let him <laughs> let him sit in their in their septic tank for yes. like fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And the picture is just him with the goggles on sitting in a septic tank. Yo, dude, that shit is <laughs> fucking disgusting. That can't be real, right? I, it, it's so absurd that I feel like it might be. You know what I mean? Like, it, that shouldn't possibly exist. I mean, regardless, that picture is is something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, and, I mean, dude, if two girls, one cup exists, like, why is that out of the realm? Right. Well, I mean, whether or not that particular ad is real, I'm sure there would be somebody that that's into that. And and also so. let's let's also talk about something we talked about recently, which was there there were there was somebody in recent memory that was like stealing little kid piss from like a school. They arrested for it. For, no, it was from yeah, from like a school or a store or something. Yeah, taking it out of the urinal, taking it out of because he, he thought it, he, because he thought it gave him healing power dude he like cut the pipe from the back side and it was just going into a bucket that he would then drink fucking it should have been sentenced to death <laughs> also joe had a co-worker that believed that that to be true <laughs> no names no names yeah well when that when the article came out me and paul were working together we were like dude, this guy is a fucking sick fucking guy's like i don't know man like <laughs> It might have healing powers. What? <laughs> Fuck are you saying? <laughs> like, like he wasn't he, he 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 wasn't into the way he procured it, but he was like, "Hey, listen, I'm not I'm not here to judge the drinking of the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way it was obtained." Um. So anyway, so you know th- th- that shit could happen. You know. Um. So they go skinny dipping in this fucking facility and the water honestly looks like shit water, but it's not, it's fucking piranha water. And (laughs) one of my favorite scenes in the movie is we see the piranha eye open, which 90% sure it's the, it's a live baby. eye that they just (laughs) like fucking shot underwater. It does not look like a piranha eye whatsoever. Um, and the boy, David, he gets bit, he goes down and uh, the girl, Barbara, we sir, we see her trying to escape and her bloody hand come up, but no luck. RIP to them. 
Um, and, and again, like the gore is kind of weird. Like it's satisfying enough because the water is so red. It's nuts. Um, but like no real like close ups. No, you don't see the piranhas eating them. You just kind of see them go down. Right. Which is cool. We then meet um, Maggie McCowan, who is played by uh, Heather Menzies from uh, uh, fuck. She was in um, Sound of Music. Yes, she, she was is. one of the kids She's from Sound of Music. She's fucking great in this movie, man. I thought she was super cute and like a super likable character. That like, actually, she got a little more annoying towards the end, but I I, I did really like the character. I thought she was like super funny. Um, no, she's. I, I liked her a lot. Yeah. She she was she was great. Um, definitely like a different, like not a tropey character. You know what I mean? She wasn't like the heroine. She wasn't the damsel in distress. She was just like Maggie who just like fucking uh, plans a prison escape in the middle of the movie. And it's fucking incredible. (laughs) Dude, that prison escape is something else. Dude, it doesn't even blink an eye when she does it. Like fucking commits fucking felony after felony. And it's like, what are you looking at idiot? (laughs) Uh, And the, the person she's talking to most of the time is this guy, Paul Grogan. Who, uh, boy, this guy's a fucking piece of work. I I couldn't stand this fucking guy. He pissed me off. And it also pissed me off because he's like, dude, this whole opening scene is him being like, I'm a drunk and I love being a drunk. And then later when everyone's like, Paul, you're fucking drunk again. He's like, how could you say that? (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what he says in the opening scenes. (laughs) Yes. Dude, he some guy comes and pays his rent in like six bottles of alcohol. And Paul's like, oh, good. I'm almost out. <laughs> he brings him six bottles of different alcohol. He just fucking loves drinking it. Um, but Paul Grogan also cooks fish with the scales on it. Dude. <laughs> And like, no, I, I know, that. I know you can do that in certain fish, but he's like cooking like river fish and he's like frying it with the fucking scales on it. No, I, I had the same thought. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't profess to be an expert on fishing or cooking fish. And in fact, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever done that, but what he was doing did not look normal. And I don't think anybody on the set had any experience with that either. <laughs> It was honestly appalling. <laughs> I honestly wanted. I was honestly like a little bit nauseous watching watching him cook the fucking scales on it. <laughs> like fucking insane. Um, and he's he's the first one. Maggie Maggie is sent from. Where is Maggie even from? She's a is she a fish? Ex- no, she's not a fish expert. Well, actually, what the fuck yeah. is Maggie? That's actually a fucking incredible question. She is. Um, no, um, the fuck is her job name? Something with skip in the title. Skip tracer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so she, she's just like, oh, wow. What an interesting dude. The seventies were so fucking weird. Like they had shit like this. And it was like the fact that that term even exists. I've never heard anybody use it before except for this movie, but isn't she just looking for missing people? Yeah. She, they just miss, they look for missing people. Usually it's like, I guess it could be for anything. Wow. This is so wild. I feel like no one uses this term anymore. Uh, Definitely don't. Wow. That's fucking interesting. Why wouldn't you just be called an investigator? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the same reason this guy fried a fish with his fucking scales on. Um, that's interesting. A skip tracer. So she is she's out to find these two missing kids who the parents think they kind of just like skip town, right? Yes. Um, so of course the first person she talks to is uh Paul Grogan because they were they knew they were in the area. Um, and that seems legitimate, but Paul Grogan's like, what are you, what are you fucking asking me this for? <laughs> he hates her instantly. <laughs> but to be fair, he also has a right to hate her because she literally just walks into his house. She does not, there's no knocking scene. There's no, and she walks in and he's like, who are you? <laughs> and then, and then immediately is after he's like, I didn't do it. He's like, she's like, well, you're going to uh, drive me up to that facility. And he's like, what? <laughs> and then does. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, they break into this abandoned army facility um, up the road, which is where Paul was like, maybe they went up there. Um, they think it's abandoned, but they discover that somebody is living there. I don't, I don't remember even the guy's name. I, Dr. Robert Hoke. Wow. Did you write that down? Uh, I'm on that Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, if you pull that out, holy shit. No, because honestly, they call him, they call him like Dr. Hoke the whole time. And, and then <laughs> randomly that other woman shows up who's like, Robert. <laughs> and, and Maggie's like, or, did you know him? And she's like, I, I did more than know him. <laughs> I did more than know him. <laughs> This movie is so funny. Uh, I fucking love it. They break into the abandoned facility. They find this doctor who who seems like a mad scientist because they go to drain the pond. So they find they see the pond and they're like, "This is fucking weird." And then they they find the kid's shit there. So they're like, "Obviously, let's drain that." And then the fucking Doctor Rob pops out and is like, Rah! and like, tries to kill <laughs> kill them instead of just being like, "Please don't do that. That's like super dangerous. Like, don't do that. Like, fucking turn it off." Instead, or just making your presence known like a normal human being. Like, if somebody was in a spot that they weren't supposed to be, all you, all you literally have to do is just be, "Hey, <laughs> what are you doing here?" And that would stop them. You know, <laughs> imagine if you broke into like. A top secret military base, and their their their, their procedure was to just hide, <laughs> not not fucking kill you or escort you out or like stop you as soon as you enter the door. They're just like, just by do whatever you can to do to hide and let them do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, that yeah. So he tries to attack them, which doesn't end well, and they do. They uh they they drain the whole fucking pond. Um, and when they do, they go into the pool and they see like a dead dog skeleton and <laughs> the scientist fucking Dr. Rob steals their Jeep. And, uh, you think that, that you think that's a game changer, but then he immediately crashes. It. <laughs> so, like possibly the most dangerous stunt I've ever seen. Cause that's, that's a man in that fucking car. <laughs> We watch his fucking Jeep roll four times just from like hitting like a pine tree. It's seventies stunts, man. <laughs> we're not something else. <laughs> they really were, dude, because they they just like and like think about the qualifications of the. I mean, even still, the qualifications of stuntmen aren't aren't much. But like back then, it was like literally just whoever felt like doing it. 
You know what I mean? Like, do you know somebody that is willing to like flip a car four times? And you definitely did. Dude, do you remember in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? This is probably like my favorite stunt I've, I've ever witnessed because after the garbage day scene, Ricky is just shooting at fucking cars. And for some reason, they decide to make a car go over a ramp and blow up. But right before it goes over a ramp, the stunt guy who's playing Ricky is standing right there. And that tire is like inches away from that guy's face. <laughs> Imagine risking your life for that. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember There's that. no way they calculated like, no. okay, you need to stand here and this is weird. Like, they're just probably like, yeah, you'll probably be all right. And probably playing it back, being like, holy, holy fuck, thank God. Remember thank God that like, didn't hit him. Remember in, like, the 70s and 80s when they would do those, like, two-wheel driving stunts? Like, like car, on two tires? Yeah, the car driving on two wheels. Yeah. Dude, like, that. that's not, like, a planned thing. Like, they just whip the wheel back and forth. <laughs> and, like, those guys were just... Like, taught themselves how to whip a wheel back and forth to get on two fucking wheels and drive it. <laughs> like, there was no science. There was no wires. Like, it was not. It, it was the. It, it was insane. Like, they were disposable in it. Um, and that's what. Th- this Jeep stunt is very similar. It it looks nuts. Like, that guy could not have felt good. Also, did you notice, like, Paul Grogan, like, just constantly groaning and growling up to this point? <laughs> just constantly like, whoa. Dude, cause I think he's playing up on, on the being drunk thing. Which is so funny, because he's in the prison cell, he's, like, a different person. Did you pick up on that, too? Yeah, absolutely. He's so, like, he's so much more articulate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when he, like, sobers up. But up until then, he's just constantly like, <laughs> Like, what? The fuck? Like the like the Maggie would tell him something and we'll be like, ah, and like ah, all right, cool. <laughs> um, they 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 apprehend the scientists though, and, and without directly telling us, like I had mentioned before, they 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 let the, he basically. By the way, he does not say this in any way. He's just like, you really did it this time. You let him out, and like. <laughs> We know what movie we're at, buddy. Like, just fucking tell us. Oh, God. They breed like flies. Oh, God. And oh, and he also, in the words of your dad, was like, we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is this guy talking about? Um, The first victim after their release is a guy who's uh, a local, another local drunk who's uh, actually a local drunk from the first scene with. Fucking Paul. Paul's drinking, buddy. Paul, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whose feet are in the lake. He gets fucking got by the piranha. Um, And while they're going down, like, the, the, the crew, I guess, has decided to go down the river in a makeshift fucking raft. A raft. <laughs> like Robinson Crusoe. Like a fucking, like, logs tied together raft. <laughs> fucking, what? What is that? What? <laughs> Anyway, also, I didn't realize that until just now because I, I remember a later scene where the fucking fish start eating the boat. And I, <laughs> it's all logs, yeah. fucking eating logs. <laughs> um, so they're going down. And then we get the next scientist reveal, which is, you know, they flushed the piranhas. And it, it's a lot of the blame game in this. They're like, hey, man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have bred piranhas to do that. And he's like, you're blaming me? You fucking let them loose. 
that that happens in about every scene that they're in together. Which, like, let's let's pick a side here. Uh, who's at fault? The fucking two bumbling idiots that flush it, or the the guy who's sleeping, and for some reason the sole protector of military grade piranhas. Well, you know they shouldn't have been up there anyway, snooping around. I I side with the scientist. <laughs> okay, sure. The immediate the immediate problem is those two. Paul and the other ones right, fall, right? Right. But there wouldn't be an immediate problem <laughs> if there wasn't military-grade piranhas stored in a fucking abandoned facility in bumfuck Texas. Which, so, which, no, I don't blame those two. Which I love. Which I love because he actually, like, they try to explain why the military is breeding destructive fish. And he's like, well, you know, there's germ warfare and uh, nuclear warfare. He somehow lists, like, four different types of warfare, even though there's, like, <laughs> two and he's like eh, you know why not fish warfare <laughs> it's like well because they just wouldn't go in the fucking water like what are you gonna do to russia like <laughs> fucking idiot uh but anyway yeah no i guess that's true i guess that's true the military probably should not be uh did you did you, do you remember your parents talking about piranha yeah so here's a few things <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt your, your immediate response to my question. I'm, I'm the worst, but um, no, I'm just. I, as I'm bad. just thinking of like my parents, who don't even watch movies, like warning me of, of piranhas as a kid. They, 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 there's no way they read a book on fucking piranhas. Like this movie must have directly impacted them. <laughs> Maybe it was this movie, dude. Or, or, or at least people that they knew that saw this movie right. like one like dangers of piranhas. Dude, they made sixteen million dollars. A fucking bunch. Like movie tickets were like a buck back then. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot I, I of feel people like, saw this. I feel like a lot of people saw it and like I don't know, but I, 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 I am with you on that. I feel like as a child, my three immediate fears based on shit adults told me were piranha, quicksand. I had a third one, but I'm a little bit too drunk to, to remember what it I was. I think quicksand had to do with cartoons, but like quicksand seemed like a legitimate like, I crisis. Think, <laughs> I think at that point, quicksand quicksand was like really like there was a bunch of like live action movies where I was like, and but no, I remember my dad explaining to me what quicksand was and why it was like a threat. Oh, lava, lava was the third <laughs> third immediate. Okay. The third immediate threat to me. And also throw in there uh, bees, like killer bees. <laughs> my dad would – my dad's always been like this now that I think about it. Like I've talked many times how like he's – COVID's like crippled him in fear. But like now, now that you said killer bees, like it seemed like every single year as a kid, they would be like killer bees spotted in Texas. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, like, like one migrated up from like – Argentina, and they found it uh, in one state by the border. Okay. And my dad would be like, we're fucking fucked. Like, we are. Like, we're screwed. It's the end of times. Like, <laughs> it would be like this every summer. So, dude, that's so fucking funny. So, okay. So, um, uh, I spent every summer uh, of my childhood for uh, three months, basically, in Texas. As soon as I got off the bus at the end of the school year, I was sent down to Texas to spend the summer with my grandparents down in Dallas. Um, so it's so interesting that you're up here and your dad's like, we're fucked. 
And down there, like the news, like you said, it was always like killer bee found in Texas, like found in El Paso. And like, I'm in Dallas, like nowhere near it. But as a kid, I'm like, it's I'm in Texas. <laughs> and never once did an adult be like, yeah, don't, don't fucking worry about it. They were like, e- better watch out for them. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like the bugs down there are insane. Like they're everywhere. Like, and they're fucking enormous. So like, there were like all sorts of things with fucking stingers, fucking dirt daubers, like all types of fucking wasps that are not around up here um, or not nearly as many of them up here. And so like the, the killer bee thing to me was like fucking legit. Like I was like, we're, we're fucked. <laughs> we're all dead. The killer bees are here. They're going to kill us all. Yeah, for sure. And then do you remember that movie about the, the fire ants, the killer ants? What the fuck was that called? <laughs> Dude. Um, fuck. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not, is it, um, fuck. What is it, dude? It's, it's, it's an old one, right? It's fucking driving me crazy. Um, why could be like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a movie name. And I don't think it's at all related to ants. It's not Bridge of the River Kwai, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> you- I mean, it's not that, that honestly, so, I'm so flabbergasted. That sounds so stupid that now I'm honestly second guessing myself. Like, why would there be fucking fire ants at the Bridge of the River Kwai? But I. No, it's not. It's I don't not, fucking know. It's not. It's not. It's not. I just looked it up. <laughs> Dude, there's like a movie about like killer ant movie, right? Like fucking, and I can't fucking find it. Is it in, it's not in Vitica, is it? No, it's like 2000, 1977. No. I think this is it. Oh, dude, is it actually called ants? It can't be called ants, is it? No, this is not it. Dude, it was like, I feel like it was like an Oscar, like it seemed so, Empire of the Ants. No, maybe that's not it. Ants? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think that's it. Dude, it's like, I remember, it takes place in like the desert, right? I f- I think it's I Legion. Know. I think it's Legion of Fire. No, it's not that. It's not them. Another great ant. Movie. I just googled it, and somebody on Reddit posted on tip of my tongue a movie about killer fire ants that would eat humans to their bones, and it's not Legion of Fire killer ants, and nobody's gotten the answer right. So, little uh, little Mandela effect here. From Yo, this if this movie that it, exists, dude, nobody knows. Joe, if this is a Mandela effect, I'll lose my fucking mind because like. I know I remember this movie. I remember this movie so fucking vividly. If anyone out there knows about it, dude, I feel like it's like a a fucking famous movie. I remember like, you know, like when you watch an old movie and it was old and shitty, but you were like, oh, I can tell this was like a famous old movie. (laughs) Yeah. Because it had like higher, a little bit higher quality. That's what it was. I mean, what you're saying is like triggering something inside me. I I can't think of it though. That's fucking nuts, man. I I should ask my fucking dad. 
Is it the naked jungle? It might be the naked jungle. I think it's the naked jungle. There's a I'm watching. I'm looking at a picture of a man shooting a gun at a bunch of ants. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlton Heston is in it, dude. I think that I'm like ninety percent. Uh, maybe that's it. Naked jungle. I should probably get to that Reddit guy. <laughs> Wait, I think somebody photoshopped. Dude, is this fucking? Dude, the internet's the best. Somebody photoshopped a picture of Charlton Heston UFC fighting ants in the, in the naked jungle. <laughs> yeah, this, this is definitely it. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's definitely the naked jungle for sure. For sure. 100%. Glad we did that live on the show. I'm drunk. I'm going to have I need to. I need to look at that. <laughs> Review. Re- Although everyone tells us that they love this shit. Like, I know. Well, we listed movies last time, and people were like, that was the best. I like, dude, I got multiple messages. I was like, I would listen to you do that for like two hours. Halfway through, I was like, this is fucking idiotic. Why did I do, why did I do this? <laughs> anyway, um, so we're uh, enough with the ants. Uh, Naked Jungle, I'm going to have to take a take a peek at that. Man. I think this all started I think this all started because I was saying, I, I, I was saying, um, oh, I, I can't talk either. <laughs> I thought piranhas would be a bigger problem in my life. Yeah, you you expected them to be like a, a problem in your life at some point, <laughs> and guess what? Uh, they're not. Well, also, I was reading about piranhas like ooh, recently. Okay, like, they're not even that dangerous. No, no, they're 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 like like there has to be like blood in the water. I feel like they even go after like more of decomposed meat, like dead things. Yeah. I feel like that's true. Like, they're not very... I mean, they really don't do shit. <laughs> Dude, I started watching that River Monsters show. Have you ever seen that? I have. On the, what was it, History Channel? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's usually always the same fucking fishes. He's always like, look at this. It's the same fucking fish we see in every <laughs> fucking episode. But anyway, um, there are these, like, fucking worm things, though, that are, like, in Brazil... That like will like they like you put like meat in there and they just fucking come to it and they like chew a hole through you. Fucking terrifying. About that. Where's that movie? <laughs> Eli Roth's gonna make it for Shark Week next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going down this river on a fucking canoe, uh, not not even a canoe, a fucking raft that they made. Um, and then they do find the local and who only has skeleton feet, which is fucking phenomenal. It's fucking great. Then we see a father who's fishing with his son in a canoe, and he gets murdered in front of his kid. In front of his kid, yeah. Who is then, like, they capsize the canoe, but he's, like, just hanging out on top of the floating canoe, what's left of it. Yeah. Um, There's also, like, this side story of, of a camp, which... I, I honestly had no idea whether this was going to come into play or not. And, like, honestly, up until the end, I was like, I guess... I guess this, I don't know, I don't, I guess this isn't a thing. And then it picked up at the end and I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> sure. So just know that there's a, there's a camp full of children. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> um, but at the river, the scientist, uh, they find the boy and uh, the, the scientist sacrifices himself to save the boy. Wait, sorry, sorry. Real quick, back to the camp. Uh, Grogan has a daughter who goes to that camp. But we don't know that until the end, right? Or am I just an idiot? No, 
No, we 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 know that. Oh, okay. Because because it, it keeps showing her because she doesn't like swimming. Yeah, and that's like that's like the big reveal. Honestly, I thought she was just some idiot kid that didn't like swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then at the end, he's like, "Honey," and I was like, "Oh, that's the daughter." I, I didn't realize it before that. I'm pretty sure they mentioned it before. She doesn't like drinking because his daddy likes the her daddy likes the drink. Wait, no. I'm drunk. I'm so sorry. She doesn't like swimming because her daddy likes the drink. This doesn't make sense. It's a bad joke. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's Saturday night. And I'm on vacation. That's the <laughs> Don't worry about it. Everyone just relax. Listen. Listen. The scientist jumps in to save this kid, right? Yes. Which is insane because the the raft ends up getting there the same time. <laughs> Dude, the exact same time. And literally both, even the fucking drunk moron is like, hey, uh, maybe you should just wait a second. <laughs> Since you're the guy who knows what these piranhas are capable of and uh, you just warned us about them. <laughs> and also the kid's fine. He's on top of the fucking raft. Like maybe if the kid was like flailing in the water. Right. Then that would make more sense. But the kid's... The <laughs> kid's totally fine. He's going to last 10 more seconds till we get over there. And also, we kind of need your information since you've been breeding these stupid fucking things. <laughs> instead, he jumps in. And also, like, forget all of that. On top of it, now now this kid is traumatized twice because the scientist jumps in and is immediately torn to shreds. This kid has watched two adult men be murdered in front of his eyes. Great point. Great point. Fucking poor kid. It's like, wow. And then, and then the drunk proceeds to make it worse because the fucking um, the the piranhas start chewing at the the raft and tearing it apart because it's logs and rope because they're 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 like Huckleberry Finn I guess and and so the guys like the guys like just dump the scientist because they retrieve the scientist's body who just has like some holes in it which by the way good great core there I loved it he's just got like holes torn apart. Um, but th- they do, they do like get his body back, and he's on the raft for like a couple minutes, and then fucking Grogan's like, toss the body, in. <laughs> and the kid's like, that's what they're, they're now they're gonna eat him like my daddy, and Grogan's like, shut the fuck up, and just pushes the body in, and the fucking fish just destroy him in front of the destroy kid. it. Kids Rip cry, the kids sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> well. This kid now has watched, uh, speaking of kids, there we go. There's a segue. We watched, this kid watched two men be torn to shreds by piranha. <laughs> Something he was probably screamed at as a kid to not be afraid of. <laughs> I, I imagine. Um, and then I don't even know how they make it to safety. Cause like the fucking piranha just destroy that raft. They absolutely rip it to shreds. But they do make it to safety, and then the military shows up, and they're ready to poison all the piranha in the river by, like, just pouring fucking poison in the river, which, I mean, sounds pretty good. Like, it's not not ideal, but these are also military-grade piranha, right? Well, they're military-grade piranha, but also we find out that they've already tried this once. The piranha survived. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they offer Grogan and um, oh, what's her fucking name, Maggie, a job, uh, and they both turn it down. Turning down a fucking fat pension? Are you kidding me? 
dumb shit. Dude, hey, hey, Paul Grogan, you're not going to have a job after this. Because <laughs> I don't think you have a job as it stands. <laughs> Take that military money, boy. But, um, yeah, so they they turn it down and the military kind of like puts them under arrest, which they go rogue. Um, because they believe that the piranha have a secret way into the lake. Uh, through, through, uh, um, what do you fucking call it? Side, tributary. Side lake. Uh, they, they also immediately get arrested trying to do this. <laughs> like five minutes into their ride, they get arrested on their way to the kids camp. Cause they want to warn the kids cause his daughter's there. Right. Yes. And now we're more than halfway through the movie when we're finally introduced to Dick Miller, the fucking mayor of the town who's also taken money um, uh, from the military, from a guy in the military, to, to open up the Aquarina, a new resort on the lake. Yes. It's always nice to see a familiar face like Dick Miller. It just makes you, For sure. it makes you feel good, man. Um, Joe Dante loved Dick Miller. Oh, that's fucking true. That's actually really true. I never thought about that. Who doesn't love Dick Miller, man? Agreed. He's just fucking great. He's fucking great. Remember we were doing that bit with Devin in the fucking Discord at one point? I forget what it was. It, or was it Discord or was it the, one of the movies we did? No. We haven't done a movie. It wasn't to watch along. But we made the joke that Dick Miller looked the same at 50 as he did when he was like 20 and <laughs> we just kept repeating it oh yeah yeah that was during uh the joe bob thing oh yeah joe bob yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah right right yeah so yeah that was that was fun anyway um uh i'm sorry oh so maggie and paul get arrested at this point yes they're stopped they're arrested they're put in jail <laughs> maggie comes up with the most insane plot to escape the prison and it works. <laughs> this is all because I think she dated a plumber who tried to escape jail. Uh, I, I believe that is what she says. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I once dated this plumber and he kept getting arrested and kept trying to escape prison. And Paul Grogan's even like, well, did he ever escape? And she's like, no, it, it always failed. <laughs> and the plot is to like smash out, the 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 kick the 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 the, like drainage pipe the drain yeah on the sink and then turn on the water so water spills everywhere (laughs) then smash the lid of the toilet which uh, my guess is in prisons they they don't just leave the shit lying around (laughs) um but smash the lid of the toilet and then put it in a blanket and then use it as like a flapjack yeah a uh a mad ball yeah. Um, and guess what? It works fucking perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> the prison guard comes in because he hears the noise and she fucking whacks him on the head. But she's she assures us he's not dead. He's just knocked out. So they get out. Dude, imagine seeing a busted sink like that and then getting close enough to the prisoner so that you can get bashed over the head. Going into the fucking... Dude, the... the <laughs> and then uh, they... They... They leave, they escape, and now they're speeding to save the camp. And we're basically watching uh, intercuts. It seems of- awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, him driving the police car and like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! It's so good, and and so they're driving like a million miles per hour. Um, 
And it's intercutting with us basically seeing the piranhas approaching these children at the camp who are all tubing, right? Yes. It is the I saw this like I must have seen this like a million years ago because I had no recollection of this. And I was like, I don't think because I, I knew they killed. I knew about the attack at the Aqua Arena, right? I remember adults being attacked. I have no memory of fucking children being murdered. Um, and so I was like, that's not going to happen. Like they're going to get there. They'll save the kids. And then they go to Aqua Arena, right? They get they're late. They do not make it in time. <laughs> And these children are fucking murdered. <laughs> like, like dozens of them, too. So many of them. Pulled through their tubes by their assholes by piranhas. <laughs> fucking outrageous. I've never seen anything. It was nuts. They're biting these little it's, kids. It is butts. nuts, yeah. Crazy. Fucking But Susie, Susie helps some kids escape because she's not going in the water because she's scared. Dude, can you imagine that that scene actually like bothered me a little bit because Susie uh, Grogan's kid puts out an inflatable raft to like help kids. Dude, that would have been tipped over so fast. Every kid would have jumped on it (laughs) and it would have been fucking over. They're all dead. Well, Grogan shows up. He's late, though. Um, So they they actually don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great great point. They, 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 it was a legitimate massacre of children, and then, and then they just immediate, they immediately go to the resort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. They like show up and they're like, "Well, <laughs> I mean, this is done, so we might as well go to the resort." Um, and he's like reunion with his daughter. Like, could you imagine getting to your kid's camp and just seeing a massacre and then like finding like I'd be done for the fucking day. I'm like, not, I'm not yeah, doing anything. I'm else. not going to the resort. They're fucked anyway. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm also, also I'm alcoholic Paul Grogan. So like, I'm not, shit, shit's not going <laughs> to, nothing's going to happen when I get there. <laughs> but uh, anyway, they leave, they go to save the resort. Um, and there's a couple, there was a couple characters that cracked me up in this, which was, the guy that looked like Franklin from a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, who they for some reason do do a whole scene with, who like spills his beer all over himself, and the only reason he looks like Franklin, I mean his hair, but this is the way he pouts after the fucking beer spills on him. And he's like, like it looked just like Franklin in the fucking van when he's like, like <laughs> fucking idiot asshole. Um, and then my other favorite thing was the woman, the beautiful model on the beach, who is reading Moby Dick. Driest piece of literature I've ever fucking seen. She fucking just hanging out on the beach <laughs> reading Moby Dick. <laughs> fucking boring as hell. Well, uh, the resort immediately becomes under attack. And guess what? Paul Grogan ain't saved shit. <laughs> he hasn't even arrived yet. <laughs> oh, I love boy. it. Dude, the, the fucking shittiest heroes I think we've possibly ever seen. Honestly. That's a great point, too. They do nothing this whole movie. I I mean, I guess the end they sort of do, but even that is very... Dude, the end is like... The end takes place within like four or five minutes. It's it's wild. (laughs) uh, A camp full of children have been massacred. (laughs) This fucking resort has been massacred. And somehow Grogan and the girl are... I can't think of her name. Nancy, is that her name? Maggie. Maggie. 
It was somehow they're still on the case and still being like, after the resort is attacked, like, well, we better get on the speedboat. Like, why? Fucking give up. Right. Move, move away from water forever. Right. And, and also nothing. The, the military at the beginning, the military was like, hey, listen, we're not letting our presence be known because only you two know about it. But now two giant facilities have been attacked. Like at this point, they just step in and be like, we got this. Don't worry. Right. Shut down, shut down everything. Yeah. Keep everyone inside. Yeah. But that does not happen. Um, not only does that not happen, but they get to the resort and just like the last place they got to, they don't do anything at the resort. They immediately just hop on a boat and leave. On a speedboat. Yeah. And go to the next place. They don't even look in the general direction of all the murdered human beings. Um, and Grogan now, who, by the way, Grogan and Maggie were very upset about the military's idea of polluting the river. They were, or not polluting, but poisoning the river. <laughs> but then fucking Maggie's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, I'm going to pollute them to death. <laughs> Those are his exact <laughs> words. He says, I'm going to pollute them to death. <laughs> Because so, somehow drunk Grogan has has put two and two together that they can survive in salt water, and they'll soon go to the ocean and take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Which there is eight minutes left, and there is no resu- <laughs> there's no resolution in sight. This is honestly like the tightest I've ever seen. I think a movie of ours come to like. Wait, how are you going to resolve this in eight fucking minutes? <laughs> there's millions. There's millions of piranha on the loose. And they just fuck you up as soon as you touch the water. So they they drive to this, I don't even know what it is, honestly, like a cannery maybe. I don't know what it is, but they uh, – Some kind of plant. Yeah. It's filled with pollution. <laughs> <laughs> but they get to it and it looks fine and Grogan's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And they're like – she's like, wait, what? And he's like, don't you see the fucking control rooms flooded? It looks totally fucking fine. Because obviously it is. But they they then built a control room on the floor of the ocean, which <laughs> you know it's it wasn't flooded because there's actually like fucking plants down there. There's like fucking water plants. Like, <laughs> like it's not like trees, you know what I mean? Like it's not flooded right. area. It's the fucking underwater. Yeah. So his big plan is tie a rope to Grogan, let him swim, and unleash the pollution, and count to a hundred or something like count that. To 100 <laughs> and yep. then drive away. And um, so that's what happens. Um, he spends like a year yeah. down there. <laughs> dude, dude, he spends. Dude, she did not count to a hundred because he's down there forever. He's also so stupid and and useless that he can't move the wheel. And he's getting bit, which, okay, I actually have a problem with the scene because every, even though the piranhas aren't on screen, like, we know that they just rip through people immediately. Yes. And for some reason, Grogan is trying to spin a wheel and all the piranhas show up and they're just, like, taking their time, taking, like, one little one little nibble at them, like, once every two seconds. See, I'd argue that he had, like, the scientists, when they pulled him up, he, he had some wounds on him, like... Which I'm fine with. Like, if you die from that, that's fine. But, like, Grogan was in there for, like, uh, like a minute and had the same wounds. And then, um, but although, let's 
we don't know the end. We don't know what happened, which is another qualm of mine with this movie. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to that. So he's down there getting nibbled by fish, like for like 60 fucking seconds and swatting at him and trying to spin this valve to get it open and pollute them to death. Um, but he does. And then finally, finally Maggie gets to a hundred and, um, He's tied to the boat <laughs> with a rope. So instead of just drowning, um, he'll just, he'll be, he'll be drowned and also dragged across a fucking lake. <laughs> I don't know what the plan, because the big plan was she was like 100 and then puts it into fucking drive and starts <laughs> flying, ripping Paul Grogan's through a fucking window under <laughs> water. <laughs> he should have, he should have been missing limbs by the time he came up. <laughs> oh my god but um and oh also a little like nice little like trope here is uh she 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 drives away puts it in park pulls up the rope no paul the rope's been chewed in half we think paul's dead and then we see paul's arm shoot up from the fucking ground like a fucking trope of a zombie movie or a slasher movie or something but um and then mm, possibly one of the weirdest endings to a movie we've ever done um no closure whatsoever on any front um the news shows up at 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 the resort right and dick miller's flipping out people are dead people are mangled they're interviewing um this female scientist that we had seen earlier who's like we're we're realizing she's not changing her course really, and then Grogan's there for some reason, in an in, in a in a gurney, and looking like he's about to die. Right, he's on death's door. Yes, <laughs> he can't speak, and Maggie's like, "Drink some water," <laughs> and like rubbing water on his fucking lips. Bro, he's fucking drowned. Don't give him. <laughs> any more water he's just underwater for six and a half hours <laughs> like fucking take it easy but uh he we that's that's it that's it and then it ends on the the weird military scientist woman who says she's like there's nothing left to fear cut to the ocean the piranhas are coming the piranha noises <laughs> and then it just ends and it says piranha on the screen <laughs> so grogan like is, this sets it up for a sequel which, yeah, which they didn't get <laughs> yeah, yeah yes it, no it has a part two wait this one does hell yeah it does wait a minute directed by james cameron in no that dude yeah. loves water huh dude i'm pretty sure they have lasers in that movie I'm serious. Um, why are we not doing that? Yeah, Piranha 2, the spawning. Yeah. Uh, let's do it next week. Yeah, because I, I, I had uh, talked about this in the Instagram live. We do have to bounce this back a week because we do want Paul on for Aquanoids. Yeah, we can't do Aquanoids without Paul. It, it's impossible, right? Right. So next week, we're going to. We're going to do a little bit of an audible. Let's do Piranha 2, baby. 1982, directed by James Cameron. That is unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, and Cameron was a special effects artist for Corman. Dude, Corman's a god, right? He's, yeah. 
I'm the best. Just pick these dudes up. Man. Um, after the film's release, Cameron largely disowned the film for many years. <laughs> I mean, look what he would go on to make. Imagine like people finally discovering you because of Terminator and Aliens. And then also discovering Piranha 2. <laughs> Which they uh, they they made oh I, they probably didn't make money oh no they made money they made money they made a shitload of money released on my birthday too there you go we got to do it August fourteenth any uh, oh Lance Henriksen's in it hello old Leatherface <laughs> the OG Leatherface wait oh oh oh. Not not like Texas Chainsaw. No, no, just, no, just, no. Just because his face looks like a catcher's mitt. Yeah, just an actual face made of leather. <laughs> he looks good in Stone Cold. Yeah, no, he did. That was probably the best he looked. <laughs> but like, he, that's because he looked like a fucking biker. He looked. He yeah, looked, true. Wow, I'm excited. All right, let's do that, man. Let's um. Let's do uh, Piranha 2. Done. Done, Donna. Done, Donna. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, we did a full fucking episode here. Good job. Good job by you. Um, So we'll do Piranha 2 next week, and then I think it's Aquanoids after that. Is that is that the case? Yeah, then Ticks for the live show. And then that takes us into the live show, which will be Ticks, baby. Let me just... Oh, yeah. So we'll do Piranha 2... That sounds good. Cool. And then we'll kick off uh, like our summer camp, summer camp after that, after ticks. So nice. I know um, what you did last summer, one and two. What's that? I know what you did last summer. Oh, I, I mean, that has to be one of them. That people were re- really excited after we announced it, which was weird because we announced we got it multiple messages being like, you guys have to fucking do it. Yeah, which we announced it and then immediately we're like, nah, I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And people are like, please. So we'll do it. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's it for this episode. Check us out on Patreon. Um, loving the new episodes we're doing. Uh, we the, the last two episodes, maybe three, have been an, just as long as these episodes. Like normally they were like yeah. 30 to 45 minutes and now they're easily an hour each one. Yeah. Um, so definitely check them out. I, I, I think they're a blast, man. I I'm having so much fun doing them. Um, and sure. if we, if we cut it down to one movie for Patreon, one for the show, I'm fine with that. That fast and the furious though nearly killed me like this week. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> three fucking movies in a week. <laughs> so I'm excited for next week though. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right. Um, so check that out. Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Um, there was something else. Oh, I wanted to mention about Patreon. If you don't put your address in Patreon, I can't send you stickers. And I used to email people and be like, Hey, what's your address? I just don't have the time to do that anymore. So if you do want stickers and you've signed up for Patreon and you have not gotten them, please email me, Sean at I hate horror.com. And I will get you some stickers. Just send me your address. I'll send you some stickers for it. Um, because I know Patreon's kind of weird about how they ask you for the address, but we do need it in your account for it to send it. So send me your address, Sean at I hate horror.com and I'll get those over to you. Um, and also if you rate review and something subscribe, smash that subscribe and like button, 
uh send me an email sean at ihatehorror.com i'll send you some stickers that way also um we are what else do we have uh instagram.com slash i hate horror facebook.com slash i hate horror um i think that's it right that's that's normally all i plug oh and i hate horror.com for the website yeah um and then we'll i'll get the ticks ticket that ticks tickets up very soon on the website so you'll see that very soon if you want to buy tickets to the to the watch along for ticks which is super fun format love it love it so much um and uh joe where can they find you instagram boognish 1985 all right man and do you have anything else you wanted to add i do not all right um we're trying to book some shows for the fall so keep your eyes peeled for that on our instagram and uh that's all i've got so thank you joe and uh for joe this is sean stay weird thank you adios I wanna play.